Welcome back to Men Know Nothing. This is episode 51. 51. Uh, I'm Dan. Dwayne. This is Dwayne, and this is the podcast giving you the unqualified advice you never ask for on a regular basis. And we have got both Anna and Jess with us today. (laughs) Uh, We've got two sex workers on the show, and we're going to be diving deep into a fucking heap of questions. Yes. And really excited that you guys are on. Thank you so much for for, for for coming on. Yeah. Are you are you nervous? Thank you for having us. You don't uh, seem nervous. Nervous, but also really back, excited. Yeah, you're just chilling. Yeah, well, nervous, but also really excited. I mean, Anna and me have had so many discussions over the years. Like, I've gone looking for podcasts, books, articles, blogs about the type of conversation we're about to have, and it just doesn't Not exist. There, yeah, There's a, a whole bunch of stuff from sex workers about sex workers but nothing from sex workers to non-sex workers yeah it's this real interesting disconnect and there's there's no handbook for it there's no handbook no how to navigate those relationships even with friends partners whatever so yeah well i'm hoping with this with this episode we can maybe open up that dialogue healthy dialogue yeah about about your experiences in the dating realm but before we actually get in so before we start every episode we have a like a voice note or a message in from a listener who gives us a situation yes. what, what the, which is how which is how you came into the situation yes the poor guy in melbourne that dated the escort that didn't know she was come on man I, come, <laughs> you're out there come on man yeah, there were some serious signs there were some serious signs he just didn't pick up on her getting back every night like 4 a.m he's like bro how, 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 how did you not know having a luxury apartment but not really yeah. knowing what she does for work it's like a very nice apartment <laughs> to see Rolexes. no idea why <laughs> he laughed her because like everything he was saying she did i've definitely done before. i love that and uh it was just so funny like oh just being really vague that she was out really late at night with her friends but she lives in this really nice place by herself but i think that comes into like the a bit of that male disillusion like a lot of men think that women's lives are a lot cheaper and easier than they are mm. like they're like oh your nail is 50 dollars or that they're, like they don't really understand yes. what it costs to be a woman so mm. they're probably like oh she probably just spends a lot of money on rent or something like you know what i mean they don't really like think a lot of guys just don't think into what it no. is, like costs to be a woman like 600 dollars lingerie set what yeah see yeah, wow. I spend like 60 bucks on my bonds boxes like so every 10 years yeah yeah, yeah, yeah lingerie yeah. i've left lingerie at jobs and I've asked the client, like, I really need that back. And they're like, it's just underwear. And I'm like, that is a $300 garter belt. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. To be fair, though, a lot of it lasts, like, years. Like, I yes. have a robe from, like, literally six years ago. That's Yeah, you're probably not wearing it all the time. It's, yeah. like, well, special occasion. It's made of, like, really good material. Oh, okay. And it's, like, probably. Yeah. Love it. Love like, it. Yeah. Right, well... Let's read this this first. What would you do? And what then would you do? You guys, you guys, let's hear um, let me know what you think. <laughs> oh, we, this is what we've been doing for years. Yeah, no one asked for it, but we we still give it. Do you know what's better than giving qualified advice? Unqualified advice. It's much funnier because you don't have to care. <laughs> All right, here we go. So I was seeing this guy recently, and we were pa- practically joined at the hip during the early stages of the dating. We owe it. We owe it all to a mutual friend for bringing us together. From good dinners to uh, mouth-watering cooking skills, we were having a blast. But then something happened that got under my skin. Picture this. We're getting hot and heavy doing the deed when out of the blue, he finishes before I even get close to finishing. Look, I get it. 
Timing can be off sometimes, but seriously, I expected a little help in getting there. You know a gentleman's move to make sure I'm not left hanging. I just wanted to lie there and feel amazing and satisfied. So after he's done, he excuses himself and goes to the bathroom very quick. No biggie. But when he comes back, he decides to go down on me. Now, usually I'm all about being on top to get where I need to go, but obviously that wasn't going to happen this time. I close my eyes, enjoying the pleasure that he was giving me. But all of a sudden, when I open my eyes, I can sense, I, I, I get a sense that he suddenly stopped. Guess what this dude was doing? He has his head in between my legs going down on me. And there he was checking his damn phone for or a text message. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, I could, that was a real big overreaction on my part because I've definitely done that. Can you believe it? I was shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Utterly <laughs> shocked that he thought it was the right time to multitask and check messages while he was supposed to be going down on me. It totally dried me up and it gave me the ick. Needless to say, a few days later, I pulled the plug on the whole thing. I just couldn't shake off the incident. Now, here's where I need you take on this. Am I wrong for letting that moment get to me and influence my decision? How would you handle this? I really want to know, who did he message? His mom. Who in that moment? It was, was his like, father. Who was that? Appearance? One of the boys like, oh, did you check the footy score? Literally, yeah. that is, that is it what it probably is. It would have been the most mundane thing. Oh. But my first thing about that is she was so surprised that he finished before her. Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's a very regular occurrence. For a second, I was like, why are you putting my private life on this podcast? <laughs> that's, that's, I was like, why does, like, wow, she must be having good sex elsewhere because that's pretty regular. Yeah. Um, no, I would, that's definitely, I would, that's definitely ick. I would, yeah. I would maybe con continue fucking them, but I wouldn't date them. Oh, you can t continue sleeping with them even after? If it was good, yeah. Yeah. If the juice was worth the squeeze, but it would yeah, be like kind of disrespectful, like come over have sex and then I'd be like you can leave now like it wouldn't be you know oh, any that more than that perfect but also like in his mind like how did he like how did he think that conversation was going to go do you know what I mean because he either like had the phone above and he's trying to multitask or he must stopped. have to the like yeah he well, stopped, well, that's, he well, that's, stopped. that's the thing like, how do you think that conversation is going to go like what do you do he was obviously in full autopilot and just wasn't even considering what he was doing he kind of must have the phone must have lit up beside him and he's looked across, so he's maybe just grabbed it's, it. It's either that, right? It's either, like, the phone lit up, but what if he never got a message? What if he just got bored and just wanted to just scroll through nah, his message? Nah, he got a message. He got, he got a message? Yeah, yeah, I asked follow questions. Okay, yeah. 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 The fact he could multitask like that, I'm almost impressed. But he wasn't oh, multitasking because he just stopped. Oh, he just stopped. He stopped licking, like... yeah. That's why she opened her eyes and was like, what's going on? That, that was this man. If that was the other way around, I would be like, what, what are you doing? What the fuck? What's happening here? Why are you on your phone? I've definitely, in my personal life, have been having sex and, like, I've gotten a message and I've, like, checked it. I've just been like, the fuck? I'm just like, sorry, because, I mean, like... An emergency. How long have you planning for going for? But then there's definitely... Like client messaging me. I don't know. But, yeah, there's been times at work where, like, I'll be doing whatever, facing away, and, like, I'll always... I'll have my phone, like, under the bed and I'll be like... I wonder if that's happened to me. Do, and then you're like, do oh, that. I haven't moaned in a while. Women are, women are better multitaskers than yes. men, though. Like, I could definitely not get away with that. There's there's no way. The issue in this situation. Do you not? Oh, okay. No. Okay, so if it would have happened to you, okay. what would you okay. have done? They've started to date for a little while. Okay, it would be an issue if it was, like, the first or second time they slept together. For sure. Because it'd be like, he's just not that into you. But once you get comfortable and stuff, he's obviously comfortable with her. 
And it's just a one-off incident. Like, I feel like it's literally just a quick conversation. Like, that made me upset sort of thing. Communication. And get over it. Like, yeah, so probably perspective. Also, also, she probably didn't come, care. Shouldn't he come first sometimes? Like, I get it. Like, men should put women's pleasure Finally. first. What's the problem with, like... Someone speaking for the unheard <laughs> voice. <laughs> when do we ever get our voice heard? <laughs> I can see you. Pick me. Just <laughs> pick me, girl. But, yeah. like, I just don't see... There's, I don't see that much of a problem That's at all. Point. I think what the issue is, though, is that for a lot of women, men come first a lot of the time yeah. and they never actually do get to get off. That's yeah. the issue. Well, I think if it was a case where they always do get off, yeah. I don't exactly. think they're stressed, but they probably experienced yeah. so many sexual encounters where the guy comes and then they never come and they're like, well, I don't it like It sounds that. like she's triggered by a previous partner who probably didn't have the strongest sexual desire for her mm. or the sexual oh. desire lessened over time and so now this has triggered her because she's used to this yeah, certain this certain level and certain energy and she's like oh am i you know is is this going to happen again but yeah, it's really good, good perspective good shift to say he feels so comfortable like that's a because that's turning it into a positive but he could almost he could, but he could just be saying that it as a way to like be worse if he was like yeah. texting and going down on it like you know what i mean the fact that he stopped I, I don't, maybe i'm overanalyzing this but no, no but I, i'm also like, as well right like also, yeah. okay. this also could like this is circumstantial he could have a sick mom who is on her deathbed wow oh, well really it, it was it wasn't that i know what i know what the message was, was you allowed to are you allowed to dive out like well, what was it a mom was it a friend was it was it like, a friend yeah but what was it to do was it to do with, I think it was to do with someone was the someone was meant to be coming over but then they already knew that the person was coming over and he then said oh i'm checking to see if the part this person is coming over and she was like but we already knew that they were coming over so why are you checking your phone oh yeah yeah just like she, he, he already, he already, they, like apparently, <laughs> they already knew that the reason he gave, they already had the answer for. So she's like, but also she ended because she's like, I, I didn't care enough to even have yeah, the conversation. Yeah. I don't think she mentioned it because she's like, I don't want to really date him. So there's no point trying to fix it. You know what I mean? So I think she just ended it. But it's pretty cool that he came and then he returned back, to her. Yeah, came back to the. And yeah, to the dungeon. Uh, yeah, that's that's a big gold yeah, stuff. Most guys wouldn't do that. Most guys would be like, "Oh well, I'm done." Yeah, TV yeah, on. Yeah, TV <laughs> on. Like, just straight to. The... Okay, so in terms of the answer, what would you do then, Jess? I'm really conflicted because, yes, it's ick, but also, he came and then returned to her. Yeah, that's, like, yeah, that's okay. That's, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a needle in a haystack. She's got herself a good man there. Yeah. What about you, Yana? She didn't give a fuck. Yeah, just communicate and then get over it. <laughs> he was communicating with his friend on his phone. Yeah, just say like... Sorry, I'm taking a quick phone call, okay? Like, it, look, I am very sensitive, so that would definitely upset me at the time. Yeah, fair. But once I register my emotions, I'd be like, there's a reason you get upset over that. Yeah. If you're someone that's only ever been in healthy relationships, you probably wouldn't even think much of that. There's mm. obviously coming from some sort of place, I feel, to really get actually proper upset. Yeah, fair. What do you do, John? Um, I probably wouldn't have got on my phone. I'm usually like... No, if you were the guy getting head and the girl was on the... Oh, it depends how, how good it is. If it's if it's phenomenal, just do whatever you want. <laughs> if it's shit, look, we should just stop this anyway. <laughs> if, the head, if the head game's good, then I'll accept whatever you do. Yeah, 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 exactly. If you need the phone to perform, yeah, keep yeah. that phone out. That's fine. Women are great multitaskers, so I'm like, you do whatever you want to do. Yeah, I'd be annoyed if they did it to me, though. I'd be like, what are you doing? But you could do it, right? 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, Mom, I, I'm busy I'm at usually, the moment. I'll I'm, call you back. I'm usually just fully in the game. Yeah. Usually, I'm usually really. for usually in the game for like at least two, three minutes, and then like, yeah, we're done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the best two minutes of your life. God, yeah. in sixty seconds. Those okay. are the most satisfactory minutes of your life. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for the first segment. So yeah, so obviously we've said at the start of the episode that we have these two lovely ladies who work in the sex working industry. But first of all, we want to get like a bit of a yeah backstory. When did you guys get into it and why? Yeah, like how did you get into this? Like what did you do before to kind of... Because obviously something you would have started somewhere and then from there maybe would have built up over time. Yeah, do you want to go first, Dan? Yeah, go, go for gold. Let's, let's open the floor. Ha uh-huh. Okay, so Here the reason go. I st- I got into the industry was I just turned 20 and all of my friends were in long-term relationships that, that they'd been in since they were like 16, right? My cousin was living overseas and I was like, I had nothing to do on the weekends. Like, I was like, what do I do on the weekend, right? And I was studying at the time and... Yeah, I just thought it would be something fun. And obviously, like, when you're that age, going out's expensive. And I was like, you know, the money I was making wasn't much. And then my friend actually worked, my best friend actually worked with a stripper. And I I would kind of hear her stories. And I was like, you know what? Like, this doesn't actually sound so bad. So I just started, like, yeah, I went to the club. I started working. I remember how nervous I was. was I really club, were you, strip, were you yeah, stripping I was straight away? Yeah. Was it stripping? I was stripping, first? yeah. So okay, I started. Cool, so okay. I started stripping, um, and I did that for like four years. Yeah, four years, and I didn't really have, like, I didn't really think I was going to stop stripping. But the industry did change a lot, and the in terms of what, um, I had a club I really liked to work at, mm-hmm. um, in Five Dock, and the club actually closed down because a lot of police issues and stuff which yeah that's another story but yeah, we're not going to the details uh, yeah we won't go into the details but um yeah it was i don't know it was a good environment but at the same time the clubs have really started to die out and they just kept upping the prices and yeah, the guys are just like man. i'm not spending 500 dollars an hour to just what oh point? she said lo- you said lockouts came in yeah yeah this just point. a lot of things have changed and yeah, so that's kind of how it started. And then I felt like at the time I just didn't have, I, was, I didn't have a good relationship with men. Mm. And I feel like they were always controlling me in a way, like to my, my controlling my emotions. And I feel like when I started dancing, I kind of took that power back yeah, and I started definitely. to have better boundaries with men. And I feel like I actually started to like men more as well. Definitely. Like it, I started to meet a lot of, positive men in that environment which i guess people don't think that yeah yeah so it actually a lot of people say the industry makes them hate men but it's actually made me have a better relationship which it's definitely made my boundaries a lot better that's a really good point in terms of what in terms of work or in even personal life and dating and stuff like that in personal life and dating as well i think it's kind of i respect myself more in a way Mm. um because, you know, at work you do have to have really strong boundaries. But, you know, I, like I've been able to learn it at work and then carry it into my personal life. Yeah, because I imagine really cool. there'd be situations where people try and push those boundaries oh, that yeah. you've set. Yeah, that's yeah. their favourite game. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, it's me. That's a, yeah, it's very interesting. The more they see you, the more they try to break those boundaries down. Was there anything that happened? Yes, they like to 
was 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 there anything that happened like the early days when you first started getting into stripping like the something the most outrageous thing that maybe happened at the strip club or something that like stands out in like your memory yes there's yes i i started in a club as well and uh me and my girlfriend that i worked with we were in a private in a room with these two guys one of the guy's phones was going off like non-stop ringing and i looked at his phone and it was obviously his wife the guy looks at his phone then he just literally flips has this meltdown he's in fetal position on the floor and he's like you girls don't have to do this i'm so <laughs> fucked up that i'm here like hysterical hysterical and his mates just like bro what the fuck like get off the floor what's wrong with you and he like just literally turned into a completely different person it was like you girls don't have to do this respect yourselves better oh, i don't know why i'm here like it was just what do you do in that situation like it was just get me the binder yeah me and the other girl were just like uh, i was gonna say because you're not there to like you know like oh like sit down and start talking about their family you like will get it like do you but just, that's a lot of no i was gonna say oh, really? that's a lot of it yeah i know strippers oh, wow. who okay, guys will just come in purely pay money just to talk to them just yeah, sit wow. there and talk yep and you have to pretend to be interested and they love to talk about their family yeah. They, yeah. they start the conversation sometimes even like my wife's the best my kids are the best like yeah. they actually yeah. enjoy they'll be like look how hot my wife is yeah. isn't she beautiful here's some photos oh here's uh emily's first birthday uh, and you're just All like oh, okay do you have a, do you have yeah. a theory of why do you why you think i guess men who are married with kids go to the strip club madonna hall complex is that something you guys are familiar no, with? no 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 what's that we like oh. we like a complex yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so i think it is something so that... we'll say that madonna hall Madonna Hall complex. Madonna, so, Madonna Hall, like Madonna Hall. Or Madonna so Madonna Hall. is like a oh. virgin. So the Madonna. Oh, Madonna, but, yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's like, um, I think Freud was the so, psychologist. Yeah, yeah. Did he actually yeah. Sigmund Freud started this? Yes, he did. That's I think so he was jokes. in like the twenties or the thirties, and it was deemed a term that he used for men that were married but also had a mistress. Okay. And it kind of he studied why men do that, and it's this theory that men can't a lot of men can't see a woman as the mother of the kids the nurturing the stay-at-home good girl and the sexy vixen that's going to rock his world in bed she's one or the other that she can't be sense. both yeah and it's something that still to this day is huge apps like massive and I think that explains why men do go to strip clubs or they see escorts or they because... watch porn and stuff like that yeah because they need that release yeah, they've got, you know, the, the woman at home who's had the kids, she's looking after the kids, but she can't be the girl that, you know, he has wild sex with because mm. he respects her too, too much. Too much, yeah. I used to be like that whenever I was really into a girl. For some reason, when I was really into them and liked them, it was almost like I didn't want to do anything too crazy because I like really? you so much and I that, respect you so that much. That is Madonna Hall complex, right? But then right girls now. that I wasn't really that into, I was so much more comfortable just to, like, yeah. explore. But for some reason, when I well, have okay. friends... I'm like, you are such an angel. I don't want to do any... I'm a little bit better at that now. I see, that's Madonna But back then, things. I was like... Well, I'm, I hate I was... to use a word, but it's inbuilt misogyny. Yeah. Oh, and it often I, comes 100%. from... 100%. Coming from traditional ways of, you know, how we're brought up and everything. Yeah, we, that we think that way. Well, I was going to say, does that usually... Because I don't think I've ever felt that before, but does that usually come from, like, married men or men with kids and stuff like that? Because I assume as well, when you're married and with kids, it's hard to in all areas of life be everything all at once like it's hard you it's know what not I mean? like it's definitely not just those men i mean me personally in my personal life i've been seeing a guy everything's great and literally the amount of times i've had this said to me 
is ridiculous, but it's like, I think you're great. I really like you, but I would never date a girl that does what you do for work. Yeah. And then they will go and date, you know, a girl that works as a receptionist and get married and have kids with her. Yeah, fair. But like, even after that, they will message me and be like, hey, I really miss like the times we used to have. And it's like, it, it's, it becomes really like saddening and annoying that you can't be seen as both. So, like, people, girls like us, because of what we do for an income, even in our personal lives, we're seen as the whore. Yeah. Still, yeah. even though people know us on a personal level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, people don't see us as someone who that they can get married with to or have kids with. So, it's, like, it's still, the Madonna whore complex is alive and well. So, how, how, do you, how do you balance, how do you balance, like, the personal and the business life? And when it comes to, I guess, dating, like, what, how do you navigate that? Because, obviously, initially, when you first start, hanging out with a guy you're not going to tell them I oh, and you don't tell them straight away so, so much to say about so like how long for you Anna anyway when it comes to dating that you're like okay I'm going to see how far I can get before I have to have that conversation if they ask you um, like what you do for work well when I was stripping I used to actively date because I wasn't doing anything sexual and I had a lot of boundaries I didn't do private so there was a lot of things going on and I really wanted to meet a partner and the problem with stripping is a lot of guys don't actually have the, and they mean it when they say this they don't have a problem at the beginning but when they especially someone like me I'm pretty conservative in a lot of ways which I know it sounds contradictive but I'm very boring <laughs> I'm I don't drink no like I'm conservative I know strippers I know strippers and they're very yeah. very conservative so in like, their normal life yeah. you never think it. I don't Absolutely. have sex with guys that I'm, I'm like obviously now I do for work but I won't sleep with guys that I'm not like in a relationship with in my personal life I ha just have very boring I'm kind of an old soul like you know, hang you're on, saying like, you just like, like missionary as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Vanilla. Vanilla. I'm definitely not vanilla. Yeah. No, no, no. I've always been very sexual, but yeah. definitely not that. But I feel like then they're like, oh, they start to see me in that way. And then when the reality kicks in that I'm a stripper, it's like this cognitive dissonance for them. And then they're like, they can't handle it anymore. And that's like three months in, you've caught feelings and they're like, oh, you're just in this weird place. They're fine with it till they're not. They're yeah. Fine. Whereas yeah. with escorting, it, the the good and the bad thing is, it, they're not they're not like most guys are not going to be okay with it, and you're going to know from like the get -go. they get go. Whereas with stripping, I just found, and that's why I kind of got over it as well. Like trying to date in that environment, I was like, I might as well be escorting because I can't even have a relationship yeah. that mm. I want. Yeah, yeah. I'm not having sex. At, I didn't have sex for two years. I'm not having sex yeah, at wow. all. And I finally, I broke that vow of not having sex with a guy and the relationship was horrible and he was cheating on me. And it just, I don't want to say like distrust in men, but I was just like, it just, I was like, well, if I'm going to stay single and I want to have sex, I might as well get paid for it because yeah. I can't date being a stripper anyway. Do you think um, that, because you were saying you don't really sleep with people outside those relations, like outside of a relationship, unless it's escorting. Do you think you don't do that because it will almost like, I guess, saturate that kind of connection you can build if you're going to take something seriously. Because if you do it as work, naturally you'd think that it would maybe saturate your relationship with sex. So you think if you were getting paid for it and then also just going out and having a one-night stand, it would actually saturate even more and then you'd probably find it harder to connect with someone in a relationship. 
Do you think that's why you've... Two reasons. Number one is when I have sex in my personal life, I, and like most women do, and, and I don't like to be a massive advocate for sex work because as women, when we sleep with a man, a lot of the time we are, it is an exchange of energy. And so especially in my personal life, when I allow there to be emotion, I do get very attached. So there's that. But also I feel like I've had sex with a lot of men for money who are really attractive and because they're paying, they put in a lot more effort. And I know that sounds weird, but they like want to impress you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If I'm paying, I'm making sure that. She's like, she's going to be like, I was the best fuck that she ever had. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what men. Do you make them think that? It goes straight from two minutes to three minutes. So I never, I know, extra 60 seconds. Men are like, want us to think that when they want us to be like, oh, that, like, she's going to be like, that's the best client she ever had. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, I think because a lot of men as well, they take pleasure and pride in, like, the woman having a good time. Oh, yeah. Like... It's an ego thing. Yeah, yeah it, it is It is an ego thing. Because I know people that have been sleeping with someone, with a woman who's, like, maybe more complex in the bedroom, and then from them, they can't enjoy the sex as much because they're, yeah. like, they're not enjoying it as much. Yeah. But they get more pleasure if they're like, oh, the girls had such a good time. It Yeah, it probably... Yeah, it can. I think it can be an ego thing. I think, unfortunately, a lot of men, and I wouldn't even say it's misogyny. I think it is biological. When you give sex easily, like say if you go on one or two dates with a, a guy and you have sex with them, a lot of men, they're not going to try because they've just lost respect for you. And I know that sounds horrible mm. and it shouldn't be really? like that. Yeah, for sure. Like men like what they have to work for and earn like and even the fact that they pay us i know they're not going to respect us to the level of a woman they've been chasing for months the fact that they have to pay us like an exorbitant amount of money to sleep with us yeah it's kind of in a weird way giving them respect that they won't have for a girl that they've just met on a night out yeah like in my personal life i think i've been taken on a date to dinner maybe twice yeah well okay which is so fucked up like I said that to a male friend recently and he like, he almost like fell off his chair. Like I, in my personal life, I struggle to get that respect, right? For whether... Are you not dating? The thing is, are you not date? Like, are you not proactively dating? Not like proactively? I was, like, why do you think that is? I honestly think it has a lot to do with what I do for work, how I am as a person. Like I'm a, I'm a very independent person. I mean, my yeah. male friends say that I'm super intimidating to men. Yeah, okay. So whatever the reason may be. Um, but yeah, in my personal life, I really struggle to get that respect of, of, you know, being seen as the girl that a guy will take out to dinner and take on nice dates. It's always just the 3 a.m. you up message. Is this because they mm. know what you're doing or this is pre they don't know anything? Um, I think even... Even though, like, on my Instagram, for example, I don't specifically say it, but they get the kind of eye okay, I, would, yeah, cool. I would, or they assume. Um, but then I just think I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you guys. Like, men pay me a lot of money to take me to dinner, yeah. then take me to a five-star hotel, and then fuck me. Yeah. I get paid for that. Yeah. And, like, you guys won't even do it. Like, like fuck you. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> it's a, it, I, fi- I, find that, um, I find that quite interesting, the fact that because people have a gist of what you do that they think that you're all a lot easier yeah. to be an easy yeah. access. But oh, I, I've, I've actually found with girls that I know who work in the sex industry, whether they're strippers or they do only fans, they're the hardest to like Absolutely. to get into bed. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm if you're not, if you're not paying, obviously like they're so there's, it's like what you said, it's the exchange of energy. So if you're obviously doing the job and you're getting paid for it, then outside of that where you're actually able in the job to just be completely, 
I guess, purely about the job that you're doing. Whereas outside of that, you'll, you have the emotion. I think whenever they come outside of their work and they're doing it within their personal life, they're so particular about the guys that they give their energy to and talk to because yes. like, I'm already doing this as a job. Like, I'm not going to then spend my emotional energy Absolutely. on a prick that's, like, not going to respect me kind of thing. It's sometimes, this is so other side of the field. It's like how I feel with it as a videographer. Whenever I started doing videography as a full-time job, nine to five, it kind of, like, ruined the whole, the the love for it on another side, where I was like, I actually yeah. can't be bothered going out and filming just for the sake of it, because now it's such a job, it'll take a lot for me to actually yeah, bring yeah. my camera out and film for my passion, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Like if I've got, say, you know, a full cup, right? I'm not going to spend that full cup on a guy that's going to come over at 3 a.m. and fuck yeah. me for free. And then, you know, I won't have the emotional energy to go to work the next day and get paid X amount for the same thing. I guess that's where you're coming from when you say that you've built a level of standards over a period of time because of how you've been treated by people who do pay for it. You're like, well, if they're treatment like that and they do, the fact that people don't, like, lift up your fucking standards. Absolutely. But then it it's kind of a double-edged sword because then the people I do end up with in my personal life are the people who are like, yeah, yeah, it's cool what you do for a job, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then they are usually not the healthiest mentally sane people. Mm. Why worry? <laughs> like, in terms of, like, in terms of... Uh, they're just like at they're just very immature men. Yeah, so okay. at first they can't like what you do for work, they will see as a novelty almost. And they'll be like, you know what, that's what I love about you. The fact that you know you don't give a fuck and you do that for work and blah blah blah. Like I absolutely love it. Three months later. Uh, do you think they just say that because they think that's what they should say? Do you think they're just trying to be PC? They think do you think they're just saying that because in today's day and age, you have to be careful with what you say because then you can get cancelled. Or I think in my experience, it's more at the beginning. It's like initial buzz. Everyone wants the stripper yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah. They get into the relationship and they see you going to work and they kind of get that feeling of like, oh fuck. And it's, it's like that initial chemistry feeling. Yes, like, evil. oh, I want yeah. the stripper. I yes. want them. I want it's, yeah. it's. It's like the trophy wife. Yeah. And then once you're in, they're like, this is not what you thought it yeah, was. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They get home from work and they're just like, oh, you've been with men all night. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's my job. You know, Question, my though. Job. Question, though, for both of you. When you say, okay, you, you've maybe dated a guy for a few months and they're okay with it, but after a few months it starts to get a bit weird, what is the dynamic of a relationship towards the end? Do you feel like when you're really dating someone and you're also going out and working, do you, is there a case of maybe the type of person you were at the start is maybe different because they're realizing actually the energy exchange that we were having at the start is maybe different or what do you think it is? In my experiences, it's been, I feel like I've remained the same and it's been their, like their energy has shifted. Um, the last guy that I was seeing, dating, whatever, he was really cool with it at the start, super supportive. And then about three months in, as I was going to work, I'd get the silent treatment oh. and I'd be like, what's up? And he'd just be like, nothing, nothing. Were you living together? Well, he came to my house one day and just never left for like three months. So yeah, okay. essentially. It's the, yeah. it's the passive aggression. Yeah. yeah. It's like, And it's the fact yep. that he didn't want to say, oh, I'm not fine with it anymore. Like he didn't want to say those words because he'd be biting his own words. So it would just be the passive aggression. I'd get home and I'd like give him a hug and he'd be like, go have a fucking shower. And you're just like, wow. Like, Mm. What about you, Anna? I found too a lot when I was stripping or even even just when I'm waitressing, like when I've dated a guy that they think that I'm doing other things. They're always suspicious, especially when I was stripping. I like had no intentions at that time to do anything further. 
and I mean, life changed, but yeah, I just felt like I was always like once the feelings were solidified, like it's hard to get questioned about what I'm doing. And I'm like, I'm not doing it's it's funny because my last long term relationship, I trialed the I was still working and he thought and well, his assumption and what I told him was that I was just stripping, but I was actually escorting as well. Um, and he never knew that. Um, so I would get home and he'd be like, oh, how was work? And be like, yeah, yeah, okay, pretty normal. But then occasionally he'd be like, I just get really nervous that, you know, you're going to do something more at work because he knew that I'd escorted before. And I was just like, no, 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 of course not. Of course not. And then like, he never, ever knew that I escorted throughout that relationship. The question relationship. is, was he your actual boyfriend? Yeah. yeah. Totally. He was your oh, actual wow. boyfriend. Oh, wow. Okay. We were together yeah. for two years. Uh, two years? Yeah, wow. Okay. And he wow. didn't know. Wow. Wow. To the point where, oh, it's insane. So I'd get an Uber home from work and like your little work pack that has like your condoms, your lube and stuff, like I would have to throw it in a public bin or there was once I left it in the Uber because I was like, I forgot to chuck it out. I left it in the Uber and then got home and then the next day I got a notification and was like, the Uber driver said that you left something in the Uber and I was just like, no, fuck off, fuck off. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, so it was like living a double life. And Did you it, tell him? No. Nah. No? It got to the point where like I'd get home after fucking men for money and like sleep in the same bed as my boyfriend and it just I was like, oh, this doesn't feel good on my conscience. So then the next guy that I started seeing after him, I was completely honest with. And I was like, I'm going to try it the complete other way. So I told him that I used to do that. I said, I'm really serious about this. So I'm going to stop doing full service. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I did. And he, he was the one that, yeah, he, I would get home and he'd be like, don't fucking touch me. You've been to work like horrible. And I was like, you can't fucking win either way. This is why it doesn't, this is, this is the thing. It just doesn't matter. Like yeah, you can't win either way. Mm. The last guy I was seeing, I stopped escorting for a period of time. And at the beginning, I didn't really take him seriously. And I was like, he's actually putting in a lot of effort. And I was like, maybe this could be a relationship. And, um, you know, I, I lost a fair amount of money by doing yeah. that. Yeah. And then I found out he was cheating on me with multiple women. But here's the catch. So he's only, he's only like three catch. years older than me. They're like twice his age, Ooh. like 60-something-year-old women. Yeah. I'm not being ageist here, but like yeah. it, it was like a lot of mums, like people that are even like older than my mum. So oh, like well, apparently he's apparently he's not. He just said that they're easier to get in bed. Uh, yeah, and I was like, did you did you stop? So wait, did you stop escorting because he asked you to, or was that your own decision? Um, it was my own decision. I one day told he'd had a really colourful past. I think me and you might attract projects, maybe. We need to go to therapy. Go. Here we go. Now, now uh, we really start to get a core issue. We love a project. Yeah. So he'd done a lot of effed up shit, right? Yeah. So one day we're out and I and he uh, he asked me, which I think is not a very nice question, but he's like, how many people have you slept with? Oh, yeah. How many and dicks have you had? In my personal life, I haven't actually slept with that many people. In and your, in your professional ran... life? Can we, can, we, can we ask that? I we... don't even I oh, don't really? know. Tell it's you. actually yeah, not yeah. that many, though, to be honest. In your personal or professional life? No, you wouldn't say like about 50, above 100. In above my personal life? Professional. Oh, professional. Fuck, hundreds. Yeah, fair. Know. 
And then compared to personal? Personal, it's probably about probably 16. Yeah, fair. Okay. Mine's like, I don't know. 16 could even be pushing it. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Anyways, I was like, well, like, do you mean it depends what we're talking? And I just kind of said. Yeah, because you weren't really sure how to like answer it. It was just massive judgment. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, if I were you, I wouldn't tell like another guy that did he did he try and do the thing so people ask me like how many people have you slept with and i'm like personal or 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 professional and and they're like no it's it's still the same it's still the same and i'm like no 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 it's not the same at all there's a different like intention behind it there's recreational yeah and professional Professional, yeah you don't add them together they're two very different things are clients asking you this or just people that you're dating oh people that oh people have dated friends guy friends I don't think our clients have asked, and it's just like, why do you want to know that? Like, uh, I was, I, w- I was gonna, go on. yeah, no, go on. No, I was gonna say, in terms of you're both talking about the experiences that you had with your ex boyfriends or whatever, but now looking back and in hindsight, what are some like qualities and attributes now you'd look for if you're gonna really try and date someone seriously with mm. the job that you have? What kind of what type what type of expectations? They go to therapy prere- prerequisites. <laughs> therapy is definitely important. Therapy's therapy's a big one. Would you do couples therapy with your partner? I've partner? done that. I did that Ooh, with yeah. my ex. So yeah. my old with my yeah. I was with a guy for two years, and when I was dancing, yeah, we, we went. To, he was ten years older than me. That's I was like not even. I was like twenty when I met him. Um, yeah, we went to couples therapy with this old like. <laughs> I feel like that would be a really important aspect for us to go and date someone in sex work. Yeah, I would yeah, want to. Yeah, have, yeah, I want to go to couples there. I think a big thing is you really do need a guy that has looked in him, like within himself, and he knows who he is as a person. Is very, very confident in what his morals are and aren't, uh, what his deal breakers are and aren't. Um, knows how to communicate really health in a healthy manner. Yeah. Um, they're definitely things that are, yeah, without them, it's just not, it's going to have you, but have you ever been able to find someone who's been completely okay with all aspects of your life and date them? Uh, I have, but I haven't dated them because maybe they've been in a relationship or, or, you know, it hasn't been the right timing or they live in a different state or something like that. But there's definitely been people. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Have you ever, have you ever been with a client? Cause you know, we were saying obviously before that you've been with clients and it's, you know, changed a lot of your perspective. Have you ever been with a client and caught feelings or ever oh, like? No, absolutely not. No. no. There's never been, is it very easy for you to be like, this is work? I've had this- crushes for sure. Oh, see. We've had two crushes. With me, it's kind of a mental thing as it can be the most attractive guy ever. But the minute he is a client, it kind of is a, shuts a, a client. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. shuts off. Like yeah. I have, I have had really, really, really hot clients with escorting, like guys that literally date supermodels in, yeah, their, yeah, yeah. in their personal life. Like they are fucking hot. Like their phones going off with so many girls in, from their personal life, and I'm just like, it's like you have sex with them, and it's like I just can't. What about, what about what about the other way around? Yeah. Has have clients that kind of wanted to date you? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I was gonna client, say. What a both of us. We actually have a mutual client that we were sharing as well, like a yeah. sugar daddy I, situation. Did you know they're mutual? Like you're oh, both. Yeah. One second. Uh, you say I a sugar daddy use... situation. I want to know more about this. Oh god. 
It's not that interesting of a story, though, I feel. Like, I, I feel, feel like maybe it's regular people. Not. It is yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 how much oh. is this guy providing? God, I fucking hate him every time I think about him. He's so <laughs> gross. Like, That's irritating. I think it's solidified his conversation. Like, no, it's, it's funny. He's just, oh like, such a fucking annoying little crumb of a person. And we had to fire him because, like, he started messaging me more. If I didn't answer his text, he would message me on fucking Signal or something. And then, like, if I didn't answer any of them, he'd just send a random fucking creepy-ass dick pic. Like, it was just way too much. This guy's got a good game. Was he sending cash, though? Like, as a, as a sugar as like a, as a sugar daddy, I'm guessing, well, like, a part. A sugar daddy like... without enough money. So oh, he really? was trying to constantly, like, for instance... He'd want to pay us in like in vouchers? vouchers and shit like that. In Bitcoin. He wants to give you Dogecoin. And then when we <laughs> want to leave, he'd be like, you need to, he'd like try to get us to stay X amount of hours. and Yeah, like he wanted me to stay over and then wake up and go to breakfast and then we'd go to a movie. And it was just like, absolutely not. My but if friend. he was to pay for that, would that, he could, he, he wouldn't could... though. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. He, he was, he would like, he was just wanting arrangements. Yeah. Just yeah. Fair. yeah. It's not that, it, I don't know. I feel like this is not a fine He would story. always, like, he would. He was paying my rent. And then he would, like, turn around and be like, oh, well, why aren't you replying? Like, I paid your rent. And it's just like. This is part of the, like, the gig. Yeah, the yeah the rent doesn't give you yeah. conversation. Yeah, it doesn't give you access to me 24-7. In terms of paying rent, now that you mentioned money, what kind of, yeah. are, how do you price different scenarios? Do, you pay, do, do people pay money for dinner? Or do they pay you money for the set for sex or Everything. overnight? Every or minute I'm with you. How do you tear? Is it early? Is it what's like packages? the most you've made in a month as well? Like what's like month. or like a month or like what's like the bigger? Yeah, like what's the most you've made in a month maybe? Or what's the what's the most been paid by a client from from one client in one in in like one like sitting. Yeah, and like what sitting? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. One hour slot. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what the terminology is in see, one packet deal. I, uh, see, I hate these questions though because then people hear it and go, "Oh my god, they must make so much money!" But it's like it will be the one time in however many years. Yeah, 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 yeah that's exactly, right. Exactly. Okay. So the most is probably, probably... Is that for like a night. Let's say. Fucking hell, that is it's a full grand. Work, though. And I'm so I'm upset. Someone. You're upset about 11k? He did something very bad and now he's on the run overseas and I'm very oh, poor. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm very poor. But then, like, people... Fuck's sake, man. I know. I'm what's like, it? can you not? Sorry, but you said for like, let's say 10 hours, but what's happening over those 10 hours? Uh, we're drinking and doing cocaine and talking and he's on. Fuck. 10 grand for that. Get rid of. Yes. That's he can't clean that all of his yeah, cash. Cleaning cash. But oh. I'll see that doesn't really cover the days, weeks where I've made zero. Yeah, that's true. Like the industry at the moment is dead. Yeah. I had two weeks the other week yeah, where fair. I didn't work for two weeks. Yeah, so that would actually lead on to this question. Then what's kind of some of the misconceptions and the stereotypes that people have about sex work? Because in my head, I would think, oh, they'd, they'd make pretty decent yeah. money. You think they're just bowlers. But, they're I, but I also bowlers. imagine there's probably quite a lot of sex workers out there, whether they're strippers whether they're escorts. So then I guess the market's probably not big enough for the amount that there is. So you're probably going against Not anymore, especially after COVID. A whole bunch of people lost their jobs. It's become cool to be a sex worker now. So you've got 20-year-olds being like, I'm a sex worker. Mm. Um, so you've got cost of living going up, punters spending less money. You've got like an influx of girls. 
OnlyFans as well, I assume. Only like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just not enough work to go around. We seeking arrangements. Yeah, That's me and thing. Uh, myself and Anna were speaking about this the other day. Sex work has gone from you know doing it and living a luxury life to literally being living able to life. But yeah, it's now it just allows you to live by yourself, not live in a share house. The, the majority yeah, of sex workers, as in, so like with escorting, right? As well, this is something important to note. There's kind of like four sort of different types of escorts. There's like your high-end escort that you think of, which is like she's doing $5,000 photo shoots. She's putting in a lot of invest. Like she's always on Twitter. She's got OnlyFans. She's doing all the marketing. Like it's a full, she's a career, she's a career escort. She's absolutely everywhere. She's got all the plastic surgery, la, 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 la. She's the one probably making a lot of money, but she's spending a lot of money to to promote herself. Yeah, so to maintain. She's also really public. So she's, She's probably never going to be able to erase her presence because even if she drops off, everyone knows she was such and such. And you've got, you know, girls that obviously work in brothels and stuff like that um, who are, like, seeing a lot of clients. You've kind of got girls like me who sort of – I might see three clients in a week and they're not escort for six weeks. Okay. So I have another income and I won't – a lot of my clients are kind of reoccurring, but they're not every week. And so I might make – four or five grand in one week and then every week after that I'm making a thousand dollars a week. Okay. So it kind of evens like out to like a good salary, right? Yeah. But for me, like I was talking about energy exchange, for I just can't take on every single client. It is very competitive. I wanna keep my prices high. I don't want to be all over the internet. So I'd rather just see guys here and there when I feel like I want to and that's good extra money. But yeah, there's sort of a there's sort of a limit. And then there's girls that waitress, that escort. Strip clubs, but they escort like, as well. Yeah, they kind of escort here and there. If they they'll like, they'll be on a job and if the guy's hot, they'll yeah. be like, oh, I'll have sex with him. What, what's the, um, obviously, because we're saying, you know, the, the most you'll make, but you're saying that's not like all the time. What's like the average then amount you'll get for like one night? Or like the amount you'll charge? There's no average, I find. No? Just, just like a standard, there's no like standard night if it's like you're staying over in a hotel, like, you're having sex with them. I've literally been at home on my couch in pajamas and then being like, ah, oh, I wonder how tonight's going to go. And then a few hours later, I can be a few thousand richer. Yeah, fair. Like but as in one night, yeah. like how much would you usually charge for one night? Or there's no like, it just you can pull on that? With escorting, I mean, it can be anywhere they can charge. It's always per hour usually. Right, okay, cool. And it can be anywhere from say, I mean, what do escorts charge in uh, Brussels? That's... That's like a low end of the scale, but then it can go all the way up that to two thousand. Stop saying prices. Yeah. <laughs> it depends what you're doing. So, for instance, if I'm working privately, which is what I prefer to do, like say if I work a Friday and I get a two-hour booking, that's probably all I'll work. I don't really like to sleep with heaps of people on a night. Oh yeah, so that's I'll just fine. see one guy for two hours. That's like I charge seven fifty per hour. Okay. Um, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's like high, but it's not like too yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy. And that will be like my night. But then say if I work for someone else, I might work on a, what we call a companion rate, which is so the guy might want to do one hour full service and then he might want to do like two hours just hanging out. Hang and out, that will yeah. only be like 200 an hour. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Or like a 100 an hour. Yeah. So that will be like working for someone else, I make less, but then you kind of take what you can get in a way. Mm. Um, but yeah, when it comes to actual sex, it's definitely a minimum and I won't go under that. Oh yeah, definitely. I know we were talking about this before, but have you ever come across some that are just way too big? Yeah. 
see, I don't French is just too big. I've definitely had big, but it's been big for clients. I always get the micro penises. Yes, there are things. When you say micro penis, do you literally like when you like literally like nothing there? Like okay, that's pretty big. Like I'm sure I have legitimately seen so many penises that you you can't even give them like a hand job. It's like you need to hold them. That is perplexing like, to me. That's look, there, there's no it's we're like not... a finger job, like a oh wow, because it's so how do you, little. How, how do you have sex? Yeah, how do you have sex with them? Sometimes you can't. You legitimately can't. But did, I'm I'm assuming they're aware that they have a micro penis and they won't be able to have sex with you. Yeah, you just kind of like sit on it and just like rub around a bit and then they end up blowing and you're like, oh, that was traumatic for everyone. Let's just pretend that. What? No, but a lot of the time guys with smaller penises have more, I feel like they have more sensation. They have more sensation, I feel, because they can feel everything because it's so small. But can you feel anything? Okay, so we've got the really small, you're like, it's way too big. When you say like, what's the what's yeah, the big? Too big. Are we too big? Like 10 inches, 12 inches. Yeah, like 10. Well, like, it's all about the girth as well, though. Yeah, not, both, yeah. Massive. And where are they usually from, Sat Curiosity? I usually fainted on the floor. <laughs> so that, where are they usually from? Ro- Congo. So no, 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 no. Okay, okay, I'm talking about... Just saying to me, they're Jamaican or Congolese. Yeah, Speaking of African guys, um, okay, so I have these these two guys have inquired with me a few times, but I won't see them because I'm not into this, but they're two men in a relationship who are both bisexual and they've sent me photos of them and their penises. One was like a, a eight inches back. Wait, are they dating each other? Was, yep. And one was like maybe like 12 inch. Like like I'm talking like a full leg. Like what a fucking leg. And I was like, firstly, I, I cannot sleep with men that sleep with each other. I'm not being homophobic. It's just I can't do that. No, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. But um, also, like, I would literally, I, I would need, like, to, like, insure myself after that. Like, I would die. Like, you've been <laughs> my surgery like, after yeah. you split what, shit up. What's your, what's your health insurance <laughs> like? Just you guys me about? up. I, wow. Yeah, I've got no. a client who books me for full service, but while we're doing full service, he puts on big black cock porn, and he's, he will say things like, yeah, do you reckon you could take that guy's cock? And it's just the most, like, it's oh, it's so fucked up. Like it's I've seen shit that I never wanted to see. So here, do you? <laughs> so whenever this is happening, what? Because you're obviously in a professional setting. Are you just in going with the flow? Autopilot. I'm thinking about what I need to do next week. I wonder what my dog's doing. I left the washing on. I need to figure that Literally, out. Literally, like, not what I'm gonna eat when I get. Yes, home. yes. It's always like you're fucking starving. You're like, that wrecks me. Yeah. Like I can't be bloated. I gotta go to work. I'm like, yeah. I only have like a fucking salad for lunch. I'm gonna go home and eat some like. And then also like, oh no, I'm thinking about too much. I haven't moaned in a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go back. You're like, oh fuck, I'm gonna moan. Yeah, like you need to. It's so true. I need to make a noise. He's having a great. And you're just thinking about like completely different. I've uh, I've had a I used to have a hairdresser um back in the day and she wanted there uh, decided that she was gonna hire an escort to come round to her house and whatever whatever and she was telling me the next time I saw because she told me about the first encounter and she loved it she's like I'm gonna get him back on again and I've she, considered this and then Same, she but there's no hot ones she uh, <laughs> she ended up getting the escort back around again and then had this conversation saying look enjoy your energy, I enjoy our conversation, I enjoy the sex. What do you think about if we were to just make this a normal oh, thing? No, she went... Oh, she so they ended up, like, seeing each other and she wasn't paying anymore. And are they still seeing each other? No, no, she's moved uh, 
I'm not saying where, but she's moved to Ida Sydney. Oh, but I was gonna... she's, they were like seeing each other for a while. And her, her, his girlfriend was also an escort as well. I was going to ask them. Which I thought was very interesting. What is the whole industry like with male escorts? Like, is it as competitive? Is it as busy? Men and they lie right. about it, yeah. And you'll find that yeah. in sex oh, work. Right. Male sex yeah, work? Yeah, they say that they are. Okay. They say they are. Because well, yeah, there's yeah. no money in, in women. Yeah. There's, there's more like, money in male escorting than women escorting. There's a there's a massive gay like prostitution industry. But, but in terms of like women hiring straight male that's escorts, very, very I, think small. It's, I think it's yeah, very I gonna, small and yeah, it's probably yeah. like like middle aged okay. divorced women. But it's like it's, I'm sorry, women. like it is really easy for men uh, for women to get yeah, sex. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think as well a lot of women because of the Madonna Hall complex, we're kind of it's not as much of a priority for us in our life. Like if you're a 40 year old woman who has been married for X amount of years and you've been treated like the one who has to look after the kids, X, Y, Z, like you, you kind of, you have a ton, like you, you don't have enough insight into yourself to even think like, Oh, it'd be really nice if I could have crazy sex. Does that make sense? Like it doesn't. Yeah, even yeah. So, it's, so you're saying that the, the gay male escort scene is massive. Yeah. 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 But fair. also like, I feel like, Gay guys often fetishize straight yeah, men, but... straight men. So right, I feel okay. like a lot. Of, I'm not saying all straight male escorts do, but yeah. I've seen a few that say they only service women. But then yeah. I found out they also. Well, because I was gonna say, like a lot of my gay mates, when I speak to them, they're like, "Oh, the sex scene is crazy." Like, because they're like, because they're like. You know, it's just men. two men. Yeah, because like men, men always want to shag. And so I meet another guy. They're yeah. like, usually 100% of the time you go on a date with another bloke, we're shagging. But then, so that's why I'm like... What's interesting is in our line of work, I've seen a few clients that like shit up their ass, right? Yeah. But like a little bit too much to the point where it's like, you're gay, but you don't even want to hit admit <laughs> that you're gay. Like you should be getting Well, they're asking to put a strap on. Yeah, cool. Oh, now we're getting into this is what I we were... I had the strap on, but it's just like the whole thing will be about their ass and it's like why don't you just get a male escort that's what a friend who had a boyfriend who after a while wanted like they started putting things in his bum to the point Uh, where he asked her to get a strap on and start fucking him yeah wow and i'm like i know someone that's done that as well wow Uh, what's some of like the what's some of the like strangest or most outrage like obviously for us you know like for us who don't know anything in that side of things what's some of the things that have happened when you're like fuck this is pretty crazy this is pretty loose I remember I went to a job once and it was like this 50-year-old man. He was really, really bizarre and he was he wanted to be on his hands and knees and I had to, I was wearing my heels and he asked for me to kind of like dig my heel into the side of his head and he was like I've looking up. Movies. He was looking up to me being like, please, mommy, please, mommy. Like, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And, yeah, and then he was just like licking my feet for ages, but like almost crying as well and saying, please, mommy, please, mommy. It's like a mat, mat, mat. Was that it? It's like, did oh, you yeah. end up having, or was no, they, it was no sex there. They just want to be punished. Because I, I know some people do that. They just want to be like insulted or downgraded or like punished. That's so like, yeah. I, I think at the a, end we did yeah, end up yeah. having sex, but it was like two minutes. Most of it yeah, was yeah. just that. And it was one of those things where you're just like, the fuck is this? Like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, uh, this is wild. His fetish is obviously like he just likes to be in pain. I, I know. To be ridiculed. I know someone that um, told me there was someone, it's called like a uh, some something pig. 
where it's like a pay pig or something, oh, where yeah. it's like someone basically he doesn't know what it is. Basically, this person who isn't me <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, this person is definitely not me. <laughs> but they basically have people call them up and like threaten to tell their friends and family about that life, and yeah. so they send them money and they just want to be bribed. And this person I know was doing it. They weren't even having sex with this person. No, just it was like literally the the yeah, thrill of that. like I'm like what, and they were just sending them hundreds and thousands, just like. They just want to be insulted. That's Have very you become a like, gay scene. Really? So, yeah, so I've heard. Yes. There must be a lot. Like, I was thinking someone, you know, like, to for that to be, like, what you want, there must be some, like, psychological I issues there. That. I was you just that. want someone to insult you, like, for a whole night. There's a lot there. Yeah, I, I was fine whenever people have those weird, intense fetishes where they want to be ridiculed or beat up. Mm. Like, what, like, what happened, happened to you yeah. that makes this enjoyable? You just want to be like, yeah, like, um... Like, have you, have you ever, because obviously, like, your situation there, I don't know if you've had the same, Anna, but has, have you ever been in that situation and thought, whoa, this is just a bit too weird for me? Like, oh, here we go. Yeah, we want to know, like, have you, have you had a line that you didn't want to, like, you, have, yeah. You had, yeah, have you had a line where you're like, okay, this just this is seems a bit, a bit too much for me? I was in a booking and we were fucking and he was just like, wow, I realized who you look like. And I was like, who? And he's like, my sister. He was like, oh, yeah. And I was just like, like, wow. It's like once he realized. He got like extra. Yes. And yes. And then I didn't see him again. He wanted to see me. And I was like, oh, no. That is so odd. But then you've got like, and this is really fucked up too. That threw me off big time. I was like, oh, my God. That is fucking so odd. Oh, seriously. I did not see that going. There's, There's heaps of fucked up shit. Like clients will look for girls they will specifically request girls that look younger mm. that, yeah. yeah that was definitely yeah. wait wait, wait yeah. as in like like teenage looking oh. yeah, yeah like te- teenage porn is massive isn't it where it's like teenage so and, a, and, a, and a step like and a stepdad yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's do you, do you guys have like what's the oldest person you've slept with do you have like a like a limit or 73 wow. and i remember thinking i'm like what 30. Okay, yeah. I was like, yeah. motherfucker, don't you have a heart attack right now? Thank you about all the accident reports wants, you have to fill out. He wanted to do some crazy position. Like, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. You're not going to make it. He was so lovely, though. I remember he was so lovely. He tipped me really well. Course, Super respectful. Like, he, yeah, lovely man. Oh, that's nice. What about Anna? Anna? Yeah, Anna, yeah. Your stories are so much more crazy than mine. It's because, it, be, you get the, like, conservative. <laughs> yeah. I, I get, like, fucked up shit. Look, I get some pretty good, I get, like, the, like, Italian, Greek, Aussie guys are, like, 20, 28 or something and are, like, just been out That's and they're, like, nice. freak. <laughs> 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 it is nice. It is nice. Uh, fucking amazing. Meanwhile, I started doing this as I look like he's <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's like Jeff just going to therapy after all the research. Which is in his early fifties, but he definitely what? looks younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucked him and, so and he definitely looks younger, and he's got a massive cock. So. You look so happy about that. Just like, my clientele. She's like rubbing her hands, thinking about it. I really need to. I need. I need to. I'm like, surely every like all no, girls but, got this. But our shared client is definitely a tragedy. So, have you ever so gone to a client? Because you said you share. Have you ever gone to a client together or like with someone else? Or is it always just one yeah. person? Oh no, yeah, heaps. I used to have two girlfriends that they were like my work doubles partners. Okay. So like for threesomes and stuff, they were my girls. Yeah, yeah, cool. And they're, they're really funny because you're, like, in your threesome and then, like, you give each, like, if he's looking away or his head's elsewhere and you, like, look at each other and you'll be, like, or something weird's happened, you're, like, 
to each other. Like, yeah, very yeah, fun. You have conversations as well when yeah. they can't see your, both yeah. your faces. Yeah. Or you'll be like <laughs> kicking her leg, like doing something. And then you'll be like, like the time bitch. That like, is so yeah. dope. Yeah. And he's like having the time of his life. Yeah. Because I'm guessing as well, like you don't want them to see you checking the clock. So, so because otherwise it like it can ruin it for the them. Dynamic, yeah. yeah. I know it's almost like, well, I've been in therapy before and you catch the therapist just checking the time. You're like, you're right. You, you fucking good. You, you know, we've got a schedule. Life changing for that. They normally put the clock behind you though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what, yeah. That, yeah. That's... So they can like, look at it. The new, the like kind of newer digital, uh, the bloody Apple what? watches. Yeah. Like an Apple watch or the, what do you call it? Yeah, like a smartwatch. Yeah, yeah. You, they've got like a motion thing so that when you flip your wrist like that. Mine does that. It lights it, up. It lights up yeah. and they are life-changing. Thanks, Apple. Making like, sex work easier. Literally. Yeah. You don't You don't have to be like, oh, what's... You just... And you're like, oh, okay, yeah. Got it. Life-changing. Guys have been doing, um, I guess, the sex work thing for, what, since 20 and since... 21. 21. So almost 10 years then. Um... What's the difference between, I guess, your understanding of intimacy and relationships since you've actually started in that? What's changed? What's what's like changed since the start of it compared? Oh, I think how disposable it all is. In terms of what? Sorry. Like you know, when you're younger, you kind of have this idea that if you're in a partnership with someone, like that's like you're in a partnership with them. But now, I, now I understand that it can be. You can be in a partnership with someone, but they can also be fucking every, like, heaps of escorts. Like, everything's very disposable. And, like, you can literally buy anything. So, do you mean it's almost, like, tainted? Yeah. The viewpoint of it? Absolutely. I think I always get, I wouldn't say sad, but I'm just, like, I, we see men in a completely different light to how society sees them generally. Like, we see them in a really, like, doing their weirdest shit or, like, the, yeah. And it's like, it's, it's a very privileged position to be in, but also a very sad one to see society and people for what they are and what they are capable of doing. And yeah. Does that ever make you want to stop? Uh, the damage is done. <laughs> <laughs> She's too far, dude. She's too far. I've got like so many civ friends that will go on a date with a guy what sorry like civilian friends Both like non-sex worker oh, friends okay. that's what we call like the guillotine <laughs> we are civilians like, <laughs> it's just i feel like there's just not a lot out there like i'm like my, so many of my friends are so attractive have good jobs and they just get such the bare minimum and i'm like this is what and then whenever i've had breaks from escorting yeah. and i've been dating Sometimes I blame it on my job, but I'm like, my friends that don't do this are having oh, the same, same experiences. Issues, yes. And I'm like, and, I, and then I, you know, when I work bucks parties and stuff like that, if I'm just waitressing or if I'm stripping, I'm not escorting. I think like 20% of men are actually excited to get married. And the other 80% are either just doing it. Like a lot of men get married or commit because they're like, this is the age that I want to commit. And she's a woman that is in front of me right now. Facts. And it's yeah. like. Maybe the woman of their dreams was actually five years ago, but then they didn't have the finances, this and that. When men feel secure in themselves is often, or the pressure from family is often when they actually want to commit. And it's really sad when you are seeing so many men who are just, they're more excited about their bucks than their wedding. Mm. But then that little 20% who like, they're happy that you're there and they're like nice to you and stuff, but they're like, I'm like, they're so excited to get married and yeah, so in love. It's so, that is and you're really like, cute. that's what like gives me the hope that there is somebody 
really okay. decent out there. Um, like it's very rare, but when you do see it, it's very, very precious. Yeah. 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 I think it, you you made a good um, a good point there. Um, when it when it comes comes to dating and the fact that you're saying how men usually don't end up with the one, they just end up with the person that's there at the time when they're ready for a relationship. Um, because I find that so true. You get people get to a certain point where they're like, okay, I've I've got the money. I've done all the fun. Now I'm going to find a girl. And they may just like get to a point and they meet this girl. Like, okay, you'll do. Like, Meanwhile, on their box night, they will pay you to fuck. Yeah. And they will keep seeing you after they get married. And that's where the Madonna Hall complex comes in too. Because often the girl they settle with, she's pretty enough for them to be girl. happy to be yeah. seen with. And she can look sexy when she tries, but she's not a girl often that guys look at on the street and go, wow, I want to... F that. Fuck yeah. Because like men kind of like, men don't, men want to come home a lot of, a lot of men want to come home and not feel like they have to put on an act for a woman and a very attractive, successful woman. And I think that's where my friends who don't do this for work also have the problem. They're attractive. They've got a good job. They've got like high levels of education. Men know that when they come home from work, they have to bring like some game. Whereas like a girl that's easier, she's simpler. She's she's pretty, but she's not glamorous. Like she's easy to come home. Yeah, to. and you know she's cooking dinner. She's yeah. looked after the kids. She's very much that like stable base. Yeah, kind of like a traditional family. Yeah, but and yeah. then they can like they can have that like lust kind of like visual experience by like porn or, or yeah. cheating on her. Yeah, like <laughs> a lot of clients will tell me like, oh yeah, me and my wife probably have sex once a month, and it's like missionary lights off. But they'll come to you and do like the wildest, the wildest shit. shit, yeah. And it's like, and I've asked like, "Oh, have you done this with your wife?" Whatever. They're like, "Oh no, of course not." That's so odd. Like that's yeah. my wife, and it's like, do you do you find that um, when you first told your friends about it, is there like a like how did your friends take the kind like did, did they know first of all, and how, how do your you, family like, know? Do you find that's create? Yeah, do your family know? Do your friends know? Did that create any kind of rift in the beginning or or anything? Yeah, what's kind of been um, with stripping? Uh, it was. I had heaps of friends that were already in the industry. It's kind of normal. Um, with escorting, though, it's something that only a few of my close friends knew. And they were usually girls that I escorted with. Mm. Um, and maybe, like, one other friend. It was just, like, people knew I was going to work, but, you know, they was just like, oh, stripping. Um, and it's only probably the past year or two that I've been more open with a few more friends about it. Um, and it's not because, you know, I think they're going to judge me or anything. It's just... I, a lot of it was I didn't want them to worry because mm. a lot of friends do get worried. They're like, you're literally going to a random place to meet up with a random man. Like, that's in like the It's extremely, extremely dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Has it always then, been? Yeah. Have you ever felt in a position where you've been compromised? Yes, absolutely. Uh, probably ooh, four years ago, I was at a private party job stripping and uh, I got locked in a bathroom, sexually assaulted by this huge guy. And yeah. Um, and then there was another time where this the, this guy like spun out, locked all the doors, was letting like none of the girls out, was like wielding a knife. Like, yeah, we seen some shit. I've, I've only ever really must be nice when it comes to. Yeah. 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 So the force is nice guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was so sweet. No, no, no. I've only ever seen bad things on stripping and waitressing jobs. There's never been escorting jobs. What I'm going to say. Yeah. What's the worst thing that's happened then during stripping? Um. Well, with my agency, there's been a couple of close calls. Like, there's been clients of mine that have, like, girls have, like, for instance, one example that's pretty horrific. 
I had a client that I met at the strip club before, just like not long before it closed down that I was working at. And he was like a, a like a night trader and like a, like he trades like, I don't know. Stocks. No, 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 no. Like trading, like, like, oh, like yeah, stocks okay, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, stocks. Okay. yeah. 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 Like, well, that's when, that's when he trades. Yeah. Really. <laughs> and that's when the market, that's the market, yeah, yeah, right? right. The, the economy that he's trading. Uh, in is, the I don't know probably which economy. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, he, so he's, he trades and he was like, oh yeah, I used to be a stripper or whatever. And he was just paying me to, he was just tipping me. We never went for a dance or anything and he seemed nice. And then we got each other's numbers because you can, you can do that at the club. And then, um, he, I don't know how, but he, he figured I had an agency and then, um, he's like, oh, I want to book a girl. So he books a girl and he, he's like, I'll book her full service. He's like, actually, I just want to go to the pub. So she goes to the pub and she's literally like, she meets him there. She gets paid two hours full service just to literally sit there closed, which is like a thousand dollars. And... But then eventually he's like, oh, he's with a friend. He's like, let's go back to my place. So she goes back to his place and there is literally needles. There is an ice pipe. There is, no. there is, yeah. And, I mean, and his, his dying mother, who's like hooked up to all these sheets, this. is in, is in, is in another room. And thankfully, like, this is why I tell girls and you'll notice I'm not like, I'm not blaming women here. The majority of women that stay that stay safe at work are uh, sober, and thankfully yeah. she was like really switched on sober. She's like, "Don't stress," but I'm actually just leaving this situation, and like I'm always on my phone. So whenever a girl's working for me, it doesn't matter if it's four a.m. Yeah, like my phone is always there, and this yeah. is why my sleep schedule is cooked. But um, yeah, like it was so fucked up, and then you know I had another client like he's who was my client for like three years. He always booked girls with me. This islander guy, literally my favorite client. Every time. I sent girls to him. They're like, he is the best. He just give me money. He'd be like, here's some money. Just go buy some shoes. Like, nicest guy. Just was like, oh, I just want the girls to sit there. They don't even need to do anything. One day he was drinking and I was like, I never realized that he was never a drinker. And he just like, alcohol just like spun him off and he, he tried to fight a girl. He, he started saying, you're talking about my dead sister. He started like flipping it. Yeah, guys, because alcohol is his trigger. What happens in this? Well, in this situation, situation? I was lucky because his cousin was there, who's like always sober, and he stopped him. And he's like six foot five or something. Like he's this massive islander guy, and the nicest. He's always been the nicest person to me. And she's maybe that's why he just never drank ever because he probably knows that that alcohol affects him that way. So he just never did that. The problem is he'd gone to Queensland, and so. He always books with me here in Sydney. And you know when you go on a holiday, you go into that holiday men- never, mentality. Yeah. So, free. so he's like, he didn't have any Coke on him. And he's like, oh, I'm in Queensland. We're going pub hopping. And like, he was like drinking more. So. Wow. Yeah. There's also, there's been probably two situations I know of, of girls that I know or friends of friends in the industry where they've been at a job and the wife has come home and like beat the shit out of the girl. What? Fuck. There was one, uh, how can I say this in a way that no one will know who I'm talking about, but there was a situation where a girl was doing a full service job, this really, really rich guy, wife came home, absolutely fucking belted her, like went nuts, belted her. She needed to go to hospital. And then, yeah, the um, husband obviously didn't want to go to her to go to the police because it would be all over the news, yeah. whatever. Um, so he tried to give her like Peter 20k, off. yeah, to not do it. And she didn't take it. Did she go to the police? 
Fuck. I'll be Googling the news later. See but, if I can find any content. Well, I was, I was, sorry, sorry, go on. A girlfriend of mine as well, she was at a job and you know when you get a puppy and you can get those like pet cams mm. to like watch your puppy? Yeah. The guy forgot to turn it off. So, oh. the yeah, yeah. So the wife has seen it, come home and just lost it and was like, my girlfriend was like trying to get dressed, like get her shit. This chick was like throwing shoes at her, like get out of my house, you fucking That's slut. the same like, people are doing it in their own house though as well when they've got like a partner or a family. I would find, like, if I was doing that, I wouldn't be doing my own, my own home, I don't Oh, think. my God, that reminds me. So, my old regular, really attractive guy, right? <laughs> one, se- one second. Is, 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 is that still running, yeah? You don't have to. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, cool. He was, like, I think the second time, like, I'd always come to his house, but his mum was always away because she had a boyfriend. He lived in, like, this massive mansion at his mum's house, right? I know, going to the, the mum's house. Anyways, um, yeah, the second time we slept together in so many bedrooms in the house, by the way, so many beds. He wanted oh, to fuck in his mom's bed. bed. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I swear, oh, there, there seems to be a regular yeah, correlation. Mom's bedroom. Oh. There seems to be a weird correlation between a lot of these men and having a weird ass like, fetish. If yeah. he wasn't attractive, I definitely wouldn't have seen him again. Yeah, he, he feels he pretty privileged. He was never one of those like, give me a free half an hour types. But like that was really fucked up. You do it and you're doing it like... at like the house of him and his partner on their bed and they're like wedding photos on the bedside table and you're just like, oh. And like you get up and, and you walk past the kid's room and you're like, oh, God. Oh, my God. Um, I've got a question. Probably almost to like maybe like round out everything. What do you think we need to do in society to, I guess, better understand or acknowledge like sex work and what it really is and to have people have to, or, or and have people having a very healthy understanding of it what do you think needs to change i think the first thing would be to i i feel in a way we're quite kind of dehumanized a lot of the time um definitely at work but in outside work as well and that comes back to the madonna hall complex that we, we're never seen as a full person we're seen as the whore yeah a novelty and we're not a novelty like we're literally regular people and like, we're fucking smart. We've got a whole bunch of interests. Like, we might have another job. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff to us rather than what we do, how we look, all the rest of it. So, yeah, just just fucking treat us like a human. Mm. What about you, Anna? I have a completely different opinion. Go on. I think that the fact that women, like I said, I don't like to be an advocate for sex work because I feel like the reason why so many women are getting into it and like we're talking about before and like the majority of girls that are in this, they're not in this to make a lot of money. They're in this to make a little bit of money on the side because the like their income only allows them to pay their bills. And in these, in the standards of today, women need to have, and, and men say, oh no, you don't. Women get their nails done. They get their hair done. They might get a bit of Botox. They might get their boobs done. And to be honest, as a woman, these things do progress you in life. It, and it's superficial, but it's like, yeah, women's yeah. looks are like men's money yeah yeah. and where does this money come from it's the patriarchy you have three options you have a rich family a rich boyfriend or, or you have to do stuff. sex work yeah. it's also and the thing it's like, just like men want a girl that looks a certain way but don't appreciate how much it costs to get there to yeah. get there so they want you to look a certain way but you can't do sex work but you know you can't have a really powerful job either and you can't be too like you you they want you to be this, but you can't be too much of like... Exactly. And if you want to get a job, like if you want to be in a profession that pays well, like the profession I'm going into pays pretty decently, 
It's seven years of study. Mm. How the hell am I supposed wait, to sorry, do wait, that? Wait, wait, what, I'm, I'm studying psychology. Oh, cool. Yeah, nice. So, thank you. Um, And, you know, say if I did like medicine or law, anything like that, it's like a really long... Yeah, if mm. you want to make good money legitimately, how do you pay for that? How do you have the time? You've got to get good grades too. You can't just like pass. Like, but you know what I mean? It's like, how do you progress yourself in life unless you've got like you know, money to back you. And I feel like a lot of women are getting into sex work, not because like it's liberating or anything, but just because they're like, well, yeah, they're like, well, if I need to like live up to the standards of society, like, you know, how do I afford to look good? How do I afford to do anything? So So do you think if people were to decide to go into sex work, you would recommend that they, well, I won't say recommend, but they should go in at full to make good money or do you think it's okay to just want to do that bit extra on the side? I think it's different for everybody, but I think if you're going to do it, you need to understand that people are going to find out. Obviously, I'm not being public here today, Yeah. but it's like people are going to find out. And, and I know, I think with the, going back to the question you originally asked about what do I think society should think, I think that, you know, there's an issue in society, a lot of which is fueled by social media that's putting pressure on all of us, women and men. And that is what is fueling so many women to get into sex work. And men are also less interested in relationships and less interested in being masculine and actual masculinity and happy for women to dominate. So women don't, there's no, there's not as much traditionalism where men are like taking care of women. Um, And I feel like, so a lot of women are having to be hyper independent and so they're like, well, if I have to do sex work to make money, then that's what I'll do. Do you think there is also an issue there where it comes to the social media aspect of it, where people are seeing girls um, doing OnlyFans or doing the sex work and they're probably the only, they're, they're looking at the, the top 10% of them thinking that's going to be me. This OnlyFans girl just bought a new house with five bedrooms and they're thinking I can do that. But really, that's like the top 5%. And they're having to do quite a lot to get to that point. They don't realise it when they get into it that there's more yeah, to it than There are people that I know who can make like actually... fuck all doing OnlyFans. That's yeah. the amount of work and graph. I think it's, yeah. it's de- especially over the past few years, it gets so glamorised. And that will literally be 5% of people in that industry. And the rest of you are just like battling out yeah. the rest of it. Like, you know, I don't think five would be like 0.00. Yeah, it's probably less like, than five percent. Yeah, like they they get into it without seeing the side where, you know, something does go wrong at work, or you're put in a really compromised situation, or, you know, you're treated quite differently by men in your personal life because you do that for work. Like they they just see the glamorous stuff and they don't see the whole like negative connotations that come with. Them. And I've heard as well, like with a lot of. OnlyFans girls, like the moment they they don't have like a new creator to work with or they're not doing something more extreme, their income just drops. And so they're constantly having to like one up themselves and they keep dropping prices on massively. Even in our job, we have to have a boundary between our personal life. But imagine you're on your phone 24 seven, sexually texting, sending sexual photos, taking sexual videos, doing porn, often without condoms. Like I know they say they get checked and stuff, but they're not using condoms because... because apparently, like, viewers don't like I to see that. Yeah. But it's just, like, it's, like, 24-7 your life. And and it may or may not work out. And a lot of creators don't start making serious money for, like, a year or so. And it's, it's a big like, risk going into something like that, like anything in life, where there's the market's massive, but it's also still saturated. 
and there's so much so much competition that people don't realize actually if i'm going to do this what are going to be the repercussions moving forward like what what do i want to do um, how am I going to be viewed? And I think if people don't think, and I'm all for it, just doing what you want, I, as long as you're not hurting anyone. But I think when people are making certain decisions to do things in life, it's so important to ensure that the decision that they're making is for for them and that they're also aware of like what the future is going to look like. Do you have a plan? Do you know where you want to be? Do you know how much money you want to make to be comfortable doing this? Have you set the boundaries early on? So that when you get into a position, you don't have to then battle with your with yourself. But am I okay with this? Am I not? So I think those are really key pillars that people should maybe think about before they end up. You see, it going quite often, realm. like girls that are really young, will get into sex work without thinking about those bigger things. And in a few years, you know, they have addiction issues. Their mental health's really bad. They're making really de- they're making really dangerous decisions. Like it's it can literally ruin your life and I don't think that the younger girls coming into it understand that at all they just see it as like oh I will look cool on Instagram or you know like oh everyone's doing OnlyFans but they don't understand how much it can impact your life for the rest of your life as well so is there an end goal you almost have going into this like what's the kind of uh I wouldn't say an end goal I mean I have I've always had a career job i suppose you could call it um so is, is, is there a job you do on the site is there another um like a form of income you get yeah yeah so um i was how i'm gonna say the way that people would know it's me yeah um, like who would guess i was working kind of in like the uh social justice realm okay. so at one yeah, point cool. like i had a government job okay. that i was like escorting and stuff on the side yeah okay um so I wouldn't say there's particularly an end goal with sex work. It's kind of to just be able to live the life that I want at this age. Yeah, cool. Like, I've done stuff that people on a regular income would have never been able to do. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my goal, to just enjoy my life. I like that. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. Same kind of thing. I mean, like I said before, I'd love to make tons and tons of money, but what people don't see is the fact that I would have to be taking on absolutely any client and I would end up hating myself. Like I would have to do things that I don't want to do. I know girls say, I make all this money. It's like all those girls that are making that much money are are taking on a lot of clients and a lot of clients that are weird as fuck. Yeah, that are weird, that are on a lot of drugs, like all these sorts of things that I just, I don't want to do. I mean, you started your own, like when did you start your own agency? Three years ago? Yeah, well, cool. yeah, yeah. And then how many people then would you have like working under you? So probably like 400. They wow. kind of all work for different agencies, but then you've got girls that mainly work for you. And so that's always something like, and with that as well, like I might make a few thousand it, one week. It's like then, a modeling agency kind of thing yeah. where you oh, just have yeah, loads yeah. of people in your database. Yeah. Well, oh, if someone cool. wants a Latino yeah. with big tits, they can go. a contractor. Yeah, yeah cool. Because I just 400. I was like, you have 400 employees. your job. But your job, they're, they're not employees. Yeah. It's like your job is to really, like, There's so I much know a lot to, of them. Yeah. Mm. Like, I know and know a lot of them. And I go to a lot of jobs and I actually get to know them because clients, when they ask for referrals, I want them to be genuine. And that's kind of why 
I don't take a lot of bookings unless it's for Sydney clients in other states because I don't know the girls. Yeah. Like I know the girls that are in New South Wales. What, what's that? What's that process when you're like putting someone under your agency? Like what are the kind of qualifications you go through to make sure like A, they're right for you, they're right for your clients? Like what does that process look like? They get brought into the industry. Okay. And then obviously we, we agencies kind of work together in a way. So cool. we give each other feedback. Okay. So we want to make sure that like the girl looks like her photos. If one of us hasn't met her, maybe another one of us has, and we kind of talk about that. Um, like me and Jess, we both talk about it with our clients, like give each other feedback. Um, yeah, but yeah, just going to jobs and like actually getting to see them and getting to know them. And obviously like telling clients too, like he'd be like, oh, what do you think about her? And I'd be like, well, to be honest, she's brand new. So I don't have a, I don't know yet. You have to be honest. Interesting. Is, is, is there anything that you've heard on the flip side of a sex worker, like a story that they've done that's pretty fucked up or like really, you know, obviously we spoke about clients where they've like done something or like they've done something really weird, like a new girl that you've brought in and they're oh, like fucking out. Oh my God, I've got the best story. I've got the best story. Okay. There we go. So... My best friend referred this client to me and he, he booked, he wanted to book some girls up in like, I think it was, it was like the Hawkesbury or something. Anyway, it's really hard to get decent girls in kind of really? hard areas because all the really booked girls just want to work around the city where they live. Like they're like, yeah. don't need to travel hours. So I kind of just had some random girls and I was like, he's like, do you recommend anyone? I was like, look, like not really, there's not many options to be honest. Anyways, he booked a few girls and then. The next day he calls me and he's like, you know that girl that you, you sent me? He's like, they had an Airbnb and later on a couple of girls end up coming as in just normal civilian girls, right? And one of them was laying in like the bunk bed in, in one of the rooms. Should I tell you this story? <laughs> and um, one, the worker comes in uh, into the room and she thinks that the friend of his is asleep, Yeah. She drops her pants in the middle of the room and just pisses on the floor. <laughs> and then he had, they had to tell, they had to tell the NBC owner. So this girl's just laying there while this girl's just pissing. She literally, oh, the bathroom's what the right hell? there, by the way. The bathroom is right there. Is that like on the floor? Is that like a power control? He's like, why did you piss? He's like, <laughs> yeah. I want you to leave. Why did you piss? <laughs> did piss and then she's like, I'm going to go. And they had to tell the Airbnb people that a cat came in and peed on the floor. <laughs> why did she pee on the floor? Then? I don't know. That is so jokes. It's funny. It's funny. Does anyone get asked to do that? Like piss on, like, has anyone ever been asked like to piss on someone? Did like, sure clients have a friend you piss in yeah, yeah, yeah. I, at the strip club? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is that like an extra, I was like, they that's pay. an add on, babe. Yeah. yeah. What, what would be the, what would be like the dollar, like the dollar amount they, you know, you would charge for that? Oh, I think they charge like an extra like 350. Fuck. Just for pee. Whoa. Just for passing that's through exactly urination. Some, that's some pricey pee. It's kind of it, like, I, my only thing was, I was like, we're doing this in a shower. Book a hotel with a massive shower that you can lay down in because I'm not fucking dealing yeah, with pissed. cleaning yeah, shut up. Yeah, that's fair, that's fair. And then it, it was it was just like over real quick and it was just like, oh, that was dumb. But okay, you do you, boo. That was so jokes. So funny. Um, I think uh, I think we're good. Yeah, that is, um, guys, that has been absolutely it's incredible. Been yeah, I thought it'd be all right. This has been, you guys have I been great. Talk shit all day about this. You guys have been great. This, <laughs> is, this has been eye opening. Yeah, this, this has been, yeah, this has been wicked. Yeah. See, it, I, it's always like such an interesting reminder talking to people who don't do this work or don't have much info about it because to us, we, 
It's just this normal is, to This you. is what we talk about every day yeah. with each other. But it's all baffling to us. Yeah, like this is just a regular conversation, but to other people it's like, oh my God. It, yeah, it's interesting. Well, thank you very much, everyone. If you've gotten this far, thank yeah. you for listening. I hope you've been entertained because I fucking I have. Been <laughs> oh, this, this has been great. This has been. Great. This has been. This has been hopefully, we get more people who just want to come on and talk about all this. This is this is great. Just, I absolutely yeah. love this. I would say I'm watching social handles to, <laughs> to push you back. If the escorts out there, yeah, come on and do something like yeah. this. Yeah, we'll have to email escorts on for sure. Yeah. Sure. But um, thank you very much, everyone. As usual, follow us on all our socials. We've got TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and all that beautiful stuff. Like, share, subscribe, and uh, let us know and recommend us if you know anyone who would be great to come on this. You know, send us a message, send us a DM, and we'll reach out and, and do all the legwork. And keep sending us your stories. Thank yeah. you. Peace and love. Thank you, guys. Stay thank safe. You. Bye. Bye.